This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. The 11 to 1 show. Forget Crofts. It's all about a new competition for cats on the way to Ireland. More details for you next. Bruno Mars, when I was your man in LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, forget Crofts. It's all about who's got the whiskers to be crowned best in show. Yeah, I know. Dublin Championship Cat Show. I'm all on board. As a as a cat lover, I feel that this is something that I would like to watch. I Because I just think it will be carnage. I mean, whatever about dogs being able to be trained kind of properly for cruffs and they're a bit more obedient, obedient aren't they, and loyal. A cat is not loyal really I'm going to say plus they have a mind of their own I mean if you try to train a cat to do different tricks and things they just look at you like you have about 10 heads they'd be like what? No I'm not doing that I'm not going to jump through that I'm far more refined and dignified for that but this is happening on April 16th the Dublin Championship Cat Show Judges are going to be flying in to crown best in show among other potential award winners. So there's going to be a mix of household and pedigree pets on show. There's also going to be like a range of exotic breeds of cats as well. So like Siamese, you know, the Siamese ones or the Burmese ones. What's the ones as well that have no hair at all? Uh, I mean, you know, they, they're uh, rare. Uh, they kind of freak me out, I'm going to say, a little bit as well. Uh, but there you go. This is happening. But I wonder, do the cats have to do tricks? Is it like exactly the same as a kind of a crufts thing or is it just they have to sit there and look amazing because if that's the case then the cats will be grand but if they have to do tricks I'm going to say it's going to be absolute carnage but there you go you heard it here first it's going to be happening on the 16th of April and it's going to be in Ballantyre Community School I mean it's only going to be six quid you know to to, to take uh, to go for a, t- a ticket or whatever and uh, yeah also uh, they say um, it's been organised by the Siamese an all-breeds cat club of Ireland and the governing council of the Cat Fancy of Ireland. Now, there is an organisation I have never heard of. The governing council of the Cat Fancy of Ireland. Definitely needs to do a bit more research into that and maybe we might have one of the organisers of this on this show in the run-up to uh, the actual event. But there you go. If you want to have more details on it, by the way, you can check out lmfm.ie. 
Irene Cara with Fame on LMFM's 11 to 1. Have to mention this because anything that is to do with mental health, I am a big advocate for that and I love to support people who are doing unique things to promote positive mental health. And a a group in uh, Navin and Trim, they're in a youth project, it's called Involve Youth Project in Navin and Trim. They came runners up in uh, the Involve at the ETB Excellence in Youth Services Award. And uh, what did they do? Well, they created a mental health board game yeah it's called the No Shame Board Game and it was created by young people in the Meath Project for other young people to break the stigma and shame associated with mental health and well-being so it's a proper board game manufactured in fact by a board game company and is available to any school or a youth service or anything that wants to get in touch with them uh, but these awards they were run by the Education and Training Boards Ireland and it was kind of you know um about, I suppose, positive mental health and what groups are doing, that kind of thing. So this Involve project is a specialised youth service working with young people from the Traveller community and other young people from low economic areas in Navin and Trim. So they took on this project because, as we well know, in terms of statistics for suicide, it's seven times higher in the Traveller community than in the Settled community. So this game that they created helps young people and features cards that come up with different scenarios. So it's developed by the young people themselves and they're only aged between 15 and 20 years of age and I think that is such a fantastic idea because it can always be you know quite difficult to open up about mental health issues you could be going through a problem and you know it can be hard to reach out and talk but with a game like this it sort of creates and throws up scenarios and you need to play out the game and inevitably that will raise conversations and points and different things so fair play to them the Involved Youth Project Mead um got this award at a special ceremony in Croke Park and I just think it is fantastic uh, what they have achieved with this and what a great idea. Uh, So keep up the fantastic work there in that uh, brilliant service and as I mentioned they can give you out the board game if you would like it. All you have to do is give them a shout. They're available on Facebook, all the rest. Involve Youth Project in Meath. Now, speaking of the youth, we know that our lovely children are home from school. They are on Easter break this midterm. Well, I have a great activity for them that will guarantee fun and a bit of crack and also you could be within the chance to win some fantastic Easter goodies I'm going to give you the competition details after these The 11 to 1 show It's almost Easter and we have a great competition running across the station this week Yep We want you to join us on our virtual Easter egg hunt with some cracking Easter goodies up for grabs. So what have we done? We have hidden some virtual Easter eggs at well-known locations around the Northeast. And every day across all the shows, we need you to listen out for our clue to discover where the eggs are hidden. All you have to do is crack the clue, head over to that location, take a selfie and send it in to us on WhatsApp 086-1800-658 or you can do it via our social media channels as well. And every day we have a hamper filled with gorgeous Easter goodies up for grabs. Yesterday, our clue led you to Trim and Trim Castle and we had some fantastic selfies sent in from Trim Castle. Today I can tell you that our virtual egg is hiding in RD County Louth, okay? This iconic location features two mythical warrior figures. They fought a great battle. One is holding the other. Do you know where in RD that is? What am I talking about? If you do and if you're in that area get over there right now. Take a selfie 
and send it in to me on 086 1800 658 and you could be winning that fantastic hamper filled with Easter goodies. So the clue again, it's in our Dean. It's an iconic location featuring two mythical warrior figures. They fought a great battle. One is holding the other. Where is it? 086-1800-6. Lewis Capaldi, Forget Me and LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, don't get me wrong, I love the bright evenings and the longer stretch in the evenings and the smell of summer and the kids out playing and all of that. But with the bright weather comes something else that can be tricky for parents to sort of navigate around. Oh, here he comes. Here he comes with his delicious ice cream. It's the ice cream van. Now, look at I love the ice cream van. But I have to say, I spotted this on Rory's stories. Rory, who we love on LMFM. Uh, <laughs> he says, Dear all ice cream van vendors or va- drivers, as everyone is aware, the evenings are now becoming longer, which is great. Also, all the kids are on two weeks Easter holidays. On behalf of a nice chunk of parents, can I ask a favour? And don't take the pee. Listen, every child deserves an ice cream every now and again, but don't be spinning around the estate twice a day during the holidays. That tune that blares from the van, this one, my two and four year old hear that from miles away and the se- the second the sound lands in their eardrums it's utter carnage in my gaff. I have to close the curtains ask Alexa to play anything as loud as she can to distract them. Again I don't want to deprive them of ice cream but if they leave your van twice a day with a 99 dribbling down their jumper they'll have social services banging on the door. Don't get me wrong I do love a screwball. Oh I love a screwball and you know when you wait like to get to the bottom for the chewing gum. Amazing. Uh, see if you can keep your trips low key till at least the summer holidays be much appreciated by most parents who live in a housing state. Have to agree right? Whilst I love the ice cream van and it's great you go oh brilliant the ice cream van's here everyone leg it out but sometimes he comes a little bit too often doesn't he and your kids every day then they're looking for the ice cream can I have an ice cream can I have an ice cream and you're going like what and then they feel left out because half the estate is over at the ice cream van trying to get stuff and it's just carnage I saw that last night in Rory's stories gave me a bit of a chuckle and uh, reminded me of a time I was talking about this to my friend I was going there's the flipping ice cream van again and the kids are going to be in now in a second and my friend says oh um, my mother used to tell me that uh, that meant the ice cream man had run out of ice cream (laughs) he had run out of ice cream so he was just warning everyone with his music I love that it wouldn't work on my kids today but uh, I wonder if this is what was said or did you ever hear this before that uh, the ice cream man has run out of ice cream when he has the music playing. Let me know 086 658 Waterboys, Fisherman's Blues. David has been on. He says, uh, good morning. My mum used to tell us that the ice cream man picks his nose. So then, okay, okay. So the desire, or you might be a bit grossed out by it. I don't think a kid would care though, David. Do you know what I mean? I don't think they'd care about that. Somebody else kind of on the same thing. Selena says, my mum used to tell us that the ice cream man didn't wash his hands. So we couldn't have ice cream all the time from there. <laughs> You see, the lens that parents will go to, and there's the poor ice cream man. He's just trying to make a living. Do you know what I mean? Going around the estate. But we're, I know, we can't have ice cream every day. I know. Uh, lots of messages coming in as well with selfies at our location in RD. Do keep those coming in. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Mary McCabe and Kelly who legged it. They legged it down as soon as they heard the clue and they've got a great picture. Thank you so much. Do keep those coming in. 086 1800 658. Now from RD to Dundalk because 
a festival with a difference is returning there this Saturday with live action film and the best in Japanese anime being screened at the Japanese Film Festival. We're going to find out more about this with Stephen McNeese. He's the co-programmer of the festival. He's going to join us next. The 11 to 1 show for you. A film festival with a difference returns to Dundalk this Saturday with live action film and the best in Japanese anime being screened. It's an event not to be missed for all cinema goers. Joining me now to tell us more is Stephen McNeese. He's co-programmer of the Japanese film festival from Access Cinema. How are you getting on, Stephen? Not too bad at all. Thanks, Sinead. Great to have you on the show. Now, firstly, tell me a little bit more about Access Cinema because you guys are an amazing organisation, kind of bringing the the non-commercial cinema to the masses, isn't that it? Yes, exactly. So our kind of uh, we're we're described as the the cultural uh, the the organisation for cultural cinema exhibition in Ireland. So what that basically means is that we work with art centres, voluntary film clubs, and the like around the country to bring the best of kind of you know world independent and Irish cinema to to towns and cities across the country that may not otherwise um, get to see these films um, in in commercial cinemas. It's it's great. It's such a brilliant idea as well. And to, as you say, to to bring these films to people that may not get to see them. Uh, outside of the capital uh, around the country and uh, this film festival is quite unique it runs nationally in venues around the country Uh, how did the festival come about? Yeah, so back in, it, it, it's been going now since 2008, so this is our 14th edition. It started um, uh, where we co-organised the festival with the Japanese embassy. Uh, the embassy, uh, the cultural attaché in the embassy at the time, back in 2008, kind of approached Access Cinema. Uh, he had run a, a similar festival in one of his previous, um, one of the previous countries he'd, he'd worked in and uh, wanted to bring a similar uh, uh festival to Ireland so uh, that's how we got started and um, you know over the years it's grown we started with a very small amount of films uh, but now this year we're showing uh, 20 films in, wow. in eight different towns and cities across the country so um, it's just grown and grown and um, it's great to see audiences back especially you know after the pandemic caused quite a bit of disruption to the festival like it caused you know everywhere uh, we had much smaller scale festivals for the last two years so it's fantastic to be kind of back at full speed this year Yes, absolutely. And you say mentioned 14 years in the go. Dundalk is six years uh, signed up to this. So this is where this festival becomes really unique because it's not just, say, based in Dublin or Cork. It's uh, got, you're, you're bringing the films out to smaller areas outside the city like Dundalk. So uh, wh- why as well was the, was the focus sort of specifically on Japanese cinema? Yeah, well, I think I think um, in in terms of the um, in terms of why we're we're kind of around the country, I think that kind of you know being one of the the driving principles of the whole festival since it, since it started that we just didn't want to have a Dublin-based festival. Yeah. We wanted to to make sure it got into different regions um, because you know we we have the IFI and and the Lighthouse and and the likes in Dublin, but you know a lot of other towns and cities across don't have those kind of resources. So it's fantastic to be able to you know bring these sort of films to to cities. And again, you know Cork has its own festival and Galway as well so it's fantastic to, to be able to bring it to places like Sligo or Dundalk or Waterford or Wexford actually is one of the um, the first uh, venues we're going to this year it's our, our very first time there so we're very excited to screen a few films there as well um, in terms of why it's Japanese films I just think you know there's there's a huge diversity in in Japanese cinema I think you know there's a lot of people out there who'd be big anime fans yeah. and so it's fantastic to be able to bring kind of new titles to them but you know there's, there's so much more to Japanese film than anime as well and I think that's what we try to reflect in our program every year you know everything from you know kind of big crowd pleasing blockbusters to the smallest 
independent films. Uh, I think that's that's always been the what we've, we've tried to achieve, just this, this this balance between you know what people might expect, but also you know that they have the opportunity to discover something new, even within the you know anime uh, anime sphere. You know, there's always a handful of films every year that get big releases, so we we hope to you know let people discover a few few titles there as well. Absolutely. And I, I have a teenager who is crazy about anime and it's one of those areas like whilst I'm a film fan myself, I don't get to see enough Japanese cinema. It's so, it's like a, a gap in my <laughs> in my knowledge of, of, of cinema. It really is. Um, but I think, you know, with the likes of the Oscars and big, uh, you know, award ceremony focusing in on Asian cinema particularly and kind of highlighting it, it is opening it up that more. It is becoming a bit more marketable and accessible, I Supposed to to audiences all over the place. Yeah, I think so, um, and I think you know it's it's been fantastic to see the the huge wealth of interest in Korean uh, cinema yeah. in recent years as well. And I think you know um, uh, there's this you know Japanese film. I think you know if you go back a couple of a couple of uh, decades ago at this stage, you had the kind of you know Japanese horror. Yes. you know films like The Rain, uh, which were hugely popular uh, if you uh, back in the early 2000s. And I think you know there's so much interesting stuff out there. Even you know if you look on Netflix, uh, there's a famous Japanese director called Hirokazu Kuroida, who's done quite a few um, successful films. He won the, the top prize in Cannes a few years ago with his film Shoplifters, uh, but he just recently made a, uh, a lovely little Netflix show called uh, Cooking, uh, I think it's called Cooking with the Mac and I, which is... A oh, I've show. seen that pop yeah. up, yes, yes. Uh, oh, very good, I must check that out as well. And like you say, Netflix, I have to say, has been a huge supporter of just international uh, cinema. They've got such a great mix on there as well that's you know outside that commercial sphere as well which is brilliant so talk to me about what is going to be shown then for the Japanese Film Festival in Dundalk this Saturday in Anton Arts Centre Yes, yeah, so it's uh, so we have three films coming this Saturday. Anton uh, is kind of our debut venue this year, which is great. Uh, so um, we have three anime films. Uh, the first is one called Fortune Favors Lady Nikiku, which is a sort of uh, charming coming of age story, uh, family drama, family drama, comedy drama. Uh, then we have uh, Goodbye Don Gleese, which is a sort of Goonies style. Oh, I love the Goonies. Uh, yeah, well, not not quite as dramatic as the Goonies, <laughs> but but similar kind of three bo- three boys who head off on adventures, recover a drone uh, they've lost, and kind of you know uh, very emotional uh, drama there. And then finally we have uh, Inuo, which is uh, actually one of my personal favorites from the last year or so, which is a fantastically stylish. Um, rock opera you'd almost call it set in, in in ancient Japan based on kind of old fables but with a fantastically imaginative um, uh, art style so those are the three films Oh and uh, some of the, the visuals in Japanese yeah. film are just amazing like they really transport you completely to, to different worlds it's, yeah. it's unreal and I mean people shouldn't be turned off as well you know Stephen like a lot of people and I know a lot of film fans as well that just go subtitles no not for me they shouldn't be turned off by this you will forget about the subtitles after for a while. Yeah, yeah. And then all the three films are shown on Dork are very ex- extremely visual films, extremely exciting and interesting kind of stylistically. Um, so, you know, I, I know a lot of audiences, you know, may, may be a little bit sceptical about subtitles, but it's always worth taking a risk and like letting the, letting the film kind of just envelop you and, and, and give it a chance uh, yeah. more than anything. You know, it's, uh, you know, a lot of people have expectations about uh, what, what to expect, even from anime. But I think, you know, these are three very different films as well. So I think there's something for everyone there. I was going to ask you, is it because kids are off now for Easter holidays? Are some of these kid friendly or what would you recommend in terms of age restrictions and stuff? Yeah, all, all three films are actually rated 12, 12A. Oh, fantastic. Um, 
So uh, they just, you know, I'd I, I recommend parents just have a, have a look online and, you know, see if there's anything. Uh, don't, if, if, as far as I remember, there's nothing uh, too, too objectionable in any of them. Uh, <laughs> Check out the is, trailers, you know, There's always yeah. cultural differences and things as well, different, different styles that may, uh, uh, may, may be quite different to what you'd expect from your average Disney film yeah. or Pixar film. But again, all these come with uh, just a kind of a parental advisory warning. Yeah, completely, yeah. completely. And check out the, the trailers. Have Look them up before you, you, you check them out. And they're all on, on thon.ie. People can find more information there. Stephen, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us today. No problem. Thanks for taking the time to highlight the festival. No problem at all. Our pleasure. Thank you so much. Stephen McNeese there. Great idea. Something different. Something different over the Easter. You can find all the details on thon.ie. Also, you can book over the phone. They are on 0429332332. And all of the screenings are happening on Saturday at 2.35 and 8pm. Brian Adams, summer of 69. We are going back to 1975 shortly and a very important partnership is developed and a very important company is founded. That's all on the way. The 11 to 1 show. Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 777 On this day, 1975, Microsoft is founded and a partnership between Bill Gates and Paul Allen develops. And uh, today is Walk Around Things Day. I know they're coming up with holidays just left, right and centre here. National Walk Around Things Day was created to give you a day whereby you can walk around your problems rather than deal with them head on. Grand. In other words, just like it could be called put on the long finger day either. You know, that makes a bit more sense than National Walk Around Things Day. But if you have a problem, you don't want to face it. Today is not the day anyway. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Have you ever sent back clothes that you bought online? Yep, guilty as charged. Well, what really happens when we send back unwanted clothes uh, that we've purchased online? What damage is that doing to the planet and the retailer? Maria Macklin is going to be discussing this and more. Plus, fancy getting your hands on tickets to see Picture This. I'll have all the details of that after 12. The 11 to 1 show. Graeme Norton is back on our TV screens presenting a new show guaranteed to get you laughing. More details of that on the way. There's Yola. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road and LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with Yeah, I love Graeme Norton. Love, love, love the man. Absolutely adore him. Now I hear that he's going to be hosting a new TV series and it sounds amazing. It's called LOL. In other words, last one laughing, apparently. So last one laughing Ireland. And uh, this is Prime Video's first original Irish series. And what will happen is it'll pit 10 of Ireland's leading comedy stars against each other. Yes, yes, I'm all on board. Sign me up for this. The six part show is going to film in Dublin in the spring and it'll premiere on Prime Video in 2024. So we do have to wait a bit, but 
I'm very excited about this. Prime Video are saying, using his trademark wit, Graeme Norton will oversee 10 of Ireland's most sought after comedy stars brought together to make each other laugh by using every comedic tool in the box without cracking a smile themselves. So they have to stay serious and they have to make their fellow comedians laugh. This really is a brilliant, brilliant idea. There's going to be some really great celebrity cameos. Their performances uh, will have viewers, but hopefully not their fa- fellow stars laughing out loud, they say. So uh, it's going to be really like the comedy masterminds and what are they going to do to try and get the laughter going? Absolutely brilliant idea. And Graeme Norton hosting it as well. We do have to wait for next year, but I am intrigued uh, to see this one uh, land on our screens. Last one laughing, it's called. Now let's see what else is happening in the world of celebrity. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. Camilla Cabello has spoken about how social media can be false. She's also said she's made sure she keeps away from being negative around it. People are so three-dimensional and social media is like a two-dimensional representation of somebody or what they want you to see. It's your best moments and Instagram is probably my best moments. Do you know what I mean? But people have no idea like the the moments where I'm really struggling or when I'm doing therapy or whatever. I'm not saying this to like pity sob story about myself, but I'm saying everybody it's like social media is such a facade like I think a lot of celebrity people they're like the center of their world if I was ever getting to a place where I was only caring about myself and not other people not my sister or my parents or my grandma everybody would call me out there's rumors this morning that HBO are considering a new series based off Harry Potter it's been reported that each season will be based off each Harry Potter book over a 10-year period Matt Damon stars in new movie Air. The movie follows the history of shoe salesman Sonny Vaccaro, who is played by Matt, and how he led Nike in its pursuit for Michael Jordan. Matt tells us about getting into acting and having self-belief. Self-belief is a huge part of it. Like, you have to really want it, and um, because it is a tough, tough, tough industry, and you're going to get knocked down a lot and deal with a lot of rejection. And if that's enough to put you off it, then it's definitely not something you should do. That's The Buzz. I'm Crossy. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Good advice there from Matt Damon. The same could be said of radio presenters. But you know what? Persistence, people. It's called wrecking people's heads and just not giving up will get you your own radio show. Yeah, you heard it here from me. That's exactly what happened, I'm telling you. Uh, Now, uh, speaking of uh, great competitions on the show, we have another one for you today. Yeah. This is a little different. The ELO experience, a tribute to Jeff Lynne's Electric Light Orchestra. It is coming to the Crescent Concert Hall, Drogheda, on Saturday, April 15th. I have tickets for you to give away. All the details, by the way, ticketstop.ie. All you have to do is tell me the correct name of this famous ELO song. Is it Don't Bring Me Down or is it Don't Bring Me to Town? What is the correct title, please? 086 1800 658 if you think you know the answer you could be going along to the ELO experience in the Crescent Concert Hall Drogheda Saturday April 15th so is it Don't Bring Me Down or Don't Bring Me to Town what is the correct song title please 086 1800 658 Bangles giving us Monday vibes on a Tuesday. Now, 
How many times have you bought something online? It looks great in the pictures. You get it sent to you, you try it on and it's a disaster and you have to send it back. Guilty as charged. Uh, But what really happens when we send back our unwanted clothes that we purchase online? What damage is this doing to the planet and to the retailer? Well, some of the statistics will shock you. We're going to be discussing this with our image consultant, Maria Macklin. She's going to join us next. The 11 to 1 show. With more of us choosing to buy our clothes online and with a free and easy returns policy provided by most online retailers, now it seems we have a new industry dedicated to dealing with our unwanted clothes. But what damage is being done to our planet and the retailer by our boomerang shopping habits? Joining me now to discuss this is image consultant Maria Macklin from House of Colour. Great to have you back with us, Maria. Hi, Sinead. Good morning. Good afternoon, even. I'm... (laughs) You're, you're very welcome. Now, this was something brought up in the Guardian newspaper, which piqued both of our interests. And, you know, I've bought clothes online and on a few occasions I might have sent something back if it doesn't look right or maybe it's not the right size. And to be honest, I just assumed that it was just going to be resold, no harm done. Yes, that's what we all assume happens, that we order something, we frown, we sigh, we put it back into the plastic packaging, we bring it back to the post office and off it goes. And we assume that when it arrives back at the warehouse, the person who has a notify me when back in stock on their email, gets that notification, they buy it and off it goes and lives happily ever after with somebody else. But the reality is is really quite different to that, unfortunately. And I think because of the pandemic and two years of being at home, a lot of retailers had to pivot to an online offering or risk going out of business. And so we've got used to buying online. It's easy. The thing arrives into your house. You don't have to move. You don't have to leave your sofa. You try it on. Some people will come and pick it back up. So you don't, again, you don't have to, you don't have to go anywhere. You know, it's so, it makes, it's so, so easy to do. And unfortunately, that has, that is the issue because it is so easy to do. Yeah, this is it. And, you know, as you say there, we're just sitting at home, we're, we're, we're not moving at all. And, you know, the idea even uh, that there is a whole industry now that's just dealing with returns, this is, what, like, on a face value, you know, it, it, you're kind of thinking, okay, that makes sense. But then when you probe deeper into this, it's like, oh my God, there should not be a whole industry around returns. Tell us about some of the shocking statistics around the amount of clothes that are sent back. Well, the statistics come from the UK and apparently 7 billion worth of purchases are sent back. A fifth of all clothes. So 7, 7 billion of all purchases, not, not those, but in the clothes section, mm. a fifth of all clothes are sent back. Now, in the US, they did a study that if you buy something physically, only about 8 to 10% of those go back. While if you buy something online, 20 to 30% of those go back. So buying online is riskier because you haven't fussed it out before you've got it home. So therefore, you're more likely to send it back. Or you're buying several sizes in the hope that one of them will fit. So with the assumption that two or three of them will go back. Or you're buying different styles in the hope that one of them will suit you based on the assumption that one of them will go back. Or shockingly, some people buy them and wear them with the labels on them and then send them back. I have seen this as in I've seen this in like TV sitcoms and and movies and stuff. I didn't realise people actually do this. So people buy stuff, they keep the tags on and send it back. Scandalous. Yeah, 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 yeah. And is this because of this, you know, idea of I can't be seen in the same outfit or I can't really afford it or what is the reason? It's, It's 
some of it's about not being seen in the same thing twice. Yeah. A lot of it is that. I think we're shifting away from that. At least I hope we are. Certainly the vibe that I'm getting around is that we're shifting away from that. The searches for sustainability, for pre-loved, for reworn, for renting have doubled in this country. I mean, they've gone up by 100% in the last year. We are, Ireland is leading the way in this for sustainability, which is wonderful. And the platforms are now there so you can, so you can buy those clothes. Um, But really, you need to know what you're looking for. The, 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 The shadow economy that you've said has built, that has built up around this, it's not just just that the delivery person makes two journeys instead of one to you. So there's that. So there's the carbon emission from that and the time. But there's also a whole shadow economy around the cleaners who need to revive the clothes, the steamers who need to re-steam the clothes, the people who need to repair if if a button has come off or there's been a little tear, the packaging manufacturers who need to repackage the clothes, the waste management people who sometimes don't put them back on the shelves at all because if you keep your clothes for more than 30 days or for you know for as long as you possibly can and then they've come back they may the, the shops have moved on to something else and they're not going to they're not going to be sold because this is the next latest trend has come in and yeah. so and and they're and they're 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 dumped they're dumped Oh, it's, yeah. it's and, oh, and something like and let's just let this sink in with people something like one truckload of clothing is sent oh. to landfill and burned every second so the amount of time like we're talking you know something like maybe 10 minutes on this show I mean that's a lot of clothes being burned just in the chat that we're having here uh, um, Maria but I am encouraged about you know the fact that Ireland is leading the way with regards to this you know sustainability is becoming something that is becoming more conscious for people and this idea of oh I've restyled and look I'm wearing the same thing again but the danger here is we don't need this to be a trend this idea of oh I'm Wearing it needs no, it to needs become to be the norm. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It needs to become embedded in everything we do. It absolutely needs to become embedded. The um, interestingly that um, the, the the cost of the returns to the retailers who have to mm. pivot to make this uh, customer service is actually costing us. So if you return something that was originally eighty nine pounds, eleven pounds of that cost goes into re- the whole piece about the return. And what the retailer has to do to make that reusable and to put it back on the shelf. Um, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It's yeah. very, very interesting because we talk about carbon emissions. We talk about the amount, amount of plastic being used in sending this back. We talk about, you know, the level of transport that has to go into sending this back. But absolutely, the retailer is being really hit with this. Either they have to repair stuff or it's just sitting there and, and, and it's going to waste. And we're not seeing, you know, that actually being resold, which is a big thing to, to, to take on board. And, and also and as well. And a lot of them don't have that, didn't have that model in place. Yes, you know, when you set up your shop course. and you have a business model, you don't think about the reverse logistics just putting everything back so you know so it's, it's, it, the retailers aren't the only ones at fault here they've had to really figure this out mm. while they're still operating it's like learning a new skill while you're still flying the plane you know so that, that's been tricky for them but, but they but, and, and the customer isn't the only person to blame here so retailers while they, while they have this to figure out they really need to get better at making sure that when they post a product online they're very clear and very accurate about the size, mm. the sizing, the requirements, what it looks like, what it's made from, what colour it is. I know there's some department store, there's a department, an Irish department store I won't mention, and, and the colour isn't given. I mean, you, you see a picture of it, but it's not described. So when you yeah. 
So you can't refine down by colour. So you have to be, the retailer also has to put it up in the way it makes it easier for us to make that decision. So, yeah. so you know, it's it's a two-way thing here. Yeah, and like you know, the, the, the size guides as well. I mean, like they can be a little bit tricky to navigate around if you don't yeah. know your size. And and that that and we've spoken about that as well. That a size fourteen yeah. in one shop is not the same in another. Absolutely. And I mean, when you think as well, Maria, that there's you know businesses like post lockers that were set up exclusively for returns, and and, and really that's only come about recently. I mean, just yeah. thinking about that. Okay, it's really convenient, but also the fact that we even have these lockers is actually hugely problematic in itself. It is. It is. If it's too easy, it's too easy. People shop on the bus stop. People shop when they're sitting on the train. People shop when they're watching television. So they're not really considering. They're not really thinking about what it is they're buying. They're not thinking about, I mean, all the things that I suggest that people need to think about when they're buying something new. And then free returns make it easy. Oh, sure, I might as well buy six. I'll buy two and I'll see how it works. And I'll send three back. You know, and it makes it easy. So really, the value that you put on something is less because it's too, too, too convenient. Yeah. And if and if you want to put the value back into that, you've got to charge for it because when something is free, there's no value. There's no yeah. value to anybody. Well, this is the thing and we won't be as, as you know, uh, encouraged to click buy if we know, right, there's going to be a bit of a cost involved in actually sending this back. So in terms of online shopping yourself, Maria, I mean, you, you do buy stuff online, but you're very sure about it, aren't you? I'm afraid I do. And actually, I've just put up a video today about something I sent back which makes me cringe now thinking about it but I do shop online Sinead I love the convenience of it and Mm. I love being able to try things on at home with good lighting in front of a full length mirror in the comfort of my house but but and there, there, there are things you can do to make this much more successful for you the first thing is look at the size guide every single retailer not only do they put up size 10 12 14 but there are inches if you look at the size guide they'll tell you what that looks like in terms of inches at your bust, your sleeve, your hips, your leg length, all of that is there. So be realistic about what fits you. Find a similar garment you have, measure it, make a note of the measurements and compare to whatever you're buying online. That's the first thing. The second thing is check the colour description and make sure that the description matches what you're seeing. It doesn't always. Mm. And sometimes that can be hit or miss because taking a picture of something often distorts the image. And plus they're going to put it in great light. You know, they've all these lights shining on it. It's usually good. It's usually good. Sometimes it doesn't quite work out for that, but it's usually good. The second thing, uh, the third thing that I do is I save all my things that I like. I put them into an inspiration board and I have a a platform that I use where I put them and I let them sit and I look at them. And I ask myself, after I've done all the measurement thing and the color thing, do I need it? Well, question number one, do I need it? Can I make five or six outfits with it? Question number two. Question number three. Will I still be wearing it five years from now? Mm. Question number four. Do I love it? Yeah. Yeah. All and, key and things. And for every purchase. Yeah. For every, every purchase, purchase, Maria. Yeah. Because this is and it's only when you. I, yeah. When yeah. I, I, let, I sleep on it and, yeah. and I leave it there. And I, I very rarely impulse buy. Very rarely. Um, and I leave it sit and I sit it and I look at it. And a couple of days later, I go back to it. And if I can't answer all those questions or I haven't thought about it, then I kick it out and I don't buy it. And say, for example, you've spoken about this before and I think this is a great thing that people need to keep, keep on board as well. If something arrives, so you've done all of that, you've, you've yeah. decided you've loved it, it, it yeah. arrives, it's slightly off in terms of sizing. What do you do, Maria, when that happens? 
Well, it depends. If, if, I, if it's a tiny bit off and I know the next size up or down is going to be too much the other way, either really too big or really too small, well, then I'll get it altered. And if yeah. I've paid the money and it's worth it and I love it and I know that a little nip here or a little bit extra there would work for me, then I will take it and get it altered. Fantastic. Something people don't think of. They just send no, it straight back. Really, and they, they think, really don't. Yeah. And it's very easy to do and it makes all the difference. Absolutely. So in terms of, you know, for, for people who are just avid online purchasers, I mean, in that article in The Guardian, by the way, I mean, I'm laughing, but I know she's she's a reformed, uh, a, a really impulsive shopper, I'm going to say. Uh, if the, 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 the girl in question has completely reformed her, <laughs> her outlook on things. But if there's people listening who just go, oh God, hands up, I'm totally guilty of just clicking buy on loads of stuff and sending loads of things back. What would you love them to just take on board with this today? Go and look at your local boutiques. We have independent boutiques in this country that are superb, that they don't have in any other country, which gives us a look that isn't ubiquitous. You won't see the same clothes in every other country in the world because you're not buying from those retailers that are everywhere. We have a fantastic array of local independent boutiques here. So one of the things I would say is get out and and do it and do it on a weekday when it's quiet do Mm. your shopping when it's quiet and you're not in a changing room with a million other people on a Monday morning or a Tuesday morning if you can if you you don't have to be at work those days so that's one thing I would say and the other thing is I would find a board find a platform that you like Pinterest or some of those I love Pinterest yeah where you can put your your click and and copy your things in look at them really assess how is it going to fit into your wardrobe does it belong to me do I really need it do I really want it? You know, all of those questions and be very clear about what it is you're looking for. And until that garment ticks all of those boxes, you shouldn't really be buying it because it will come into your wardrobe and you won't know what to do with it. Absolutely. And Maria, if they're going, all of this is just, I don't know where to even begin with this, they can go to you, can't they, for some great <laughs> advice? Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> of course, having the tools of knowledge to allow you to filter down in the first place is tremendous and it just makes all the difference I have no idea how I would shop now if I, not knowing what I now know about my the best colours for me the best styles for me it makes life so much easier it really does there are less mistakes already yeah and I was looking at Maria's social media she had brought this looked like such a fun day she had brought some (laughs) ladies off shopping and just let them loose in the shop and the great thing is Maria was there to guide them through all of any potential pitfalls or mistakes or anything like that so there was no unnecessary purchasing with Maria there as well so you can you can do that as well how can people get in touch you Maria? Um, well, I'm on Instagram and Facebook, Unlocking Your Style, because that's exactly what I do. Or email me at maria.macklin at houseofcolour.com. Fantastic, Maria. As always, thank you so much for joining us with all that great information. You're welcome, Sinead. Thank Th- you. Thank you so much. Food for thought. Food for thought. So if you're there and you're listening to me and you're scrolling there on an app that, you know... You've got some stuff in a basket that you really don't need. Why don't you just maybe have a listen back to what Maria has said there about, you know, thinking about what you're going to purchase. Do I really love it? Is it right? All of those things. I will have this. If you missed any of Maria's chat with myself, I'll have it up on lmfm.ie a little bit later on. The 11 to 1 show. 
few messages coming in on 086 Just wanted to say I loved the talk re-returning clothes and the impact this can have. I'm a professional organiser in Dundalk and during my sessions I also encourage clients to look at what they are buying. Are they buying fast fashion? Do they really want the item? Do they love it? Can they afford it? And like Maria is saying, really check that the item is right for you. I see homes swapped with clothes and we still have a long way to go but we are off to good start. Really intrigued about that person who uh, is a professional organiser. Oh my goodness. Uh, so hopefully we might get a bit more information from you. Thank you so much for sending that in. When you hear the statistics that Maria is talking about, it really makes you think um, absolutely mind blown, says another message here. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And that, it's only really from the chats with Maria and really kind of looking into this more in depth that I've realised you know, God, we, we don't, we really don't need half the stuff that we are buying. We really don't. And, you know, Maria has spoken as well about this idea of the thrill of the till. You know, when you're down in yourself or you're kind of like for me, it's either reach for the chocolate or like that kind of going a bit of a buying spree, you know. But now, because I know Maria so well, she pops into my mind and she says, Sinead, do you really want that? And then I put it back. It's, it is. It's like this. We need this adrenaline rush, this kind of serotonin rush to the head. So, yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for sending those in. Uh, do keep them coming. 86 658 Maria McKee, Show Me Heaven on LMFM's 11 to 1. Another chance for you to win tickets to the ELO experience coming your way after Job Search. LMFM Job Search. With thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. Clonmore, an intellectual disability service, requires carers in the Meath area. Please apply with your CV to info at clonmore.ie. That's C-L-A-N-N. MOR.ie, or you can give them a call on 086 603 2 And the Arc Arena Navin requires a duty manager. They'll be responsible for the efficient day to day running of Navin's number one cinema. Please email your CV to ian at arccinema.ie. Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. Yeah, double the competitions today. The ELO experience a tribute to Jeff Lynne's Electric Light Orchestra comes to the Crescent Concert Hall Drogheda on Saturday, April 15th. I have tickets to give away of a pair up for grabs. All you have to do is tell me the correct name of the famous ELO song. Is it Don't Bring Me Down or Don't Bring Me to Town? What is the correct uh, title of the song? 086-1800-658 Don't forget to put your own details on it there and you can get tickets if you don't win today at ticketstop.ie and there may be a massive clue <laughs> for this competition that's in this very song Electric Light Orchestra Don't Bring Me Down is of course the answer that we're looking for God, I haven't heard that song in ages I should play it more It's a cracking song it really is uh, all of those entries will go into the draw we pick a winner for those tickets very very shortly speaking of tickets due to phenomenal demand picture this have added extra shows so there's more tickets up for grabs and we are giving them away I'm going to tell you all the details of that next the 11 to 1 show Want to say a big congratulations to John O'Connor. You're in Boher Brewa, Drogheda. You're going along to the ELO experience. 
We'll get the tickets out to you. Uh, if you missed out on tickets today, by the way, ticketstop.ie. Now, speaking of great gigs, picture this. have added extra shows in Belfast, Killarney and Dublin due to phenomenal demand. So tickets for the extra shows, 22nd of October at the INEC in Killarney and 25th of October at 3 Arena. They are on sale now at Ticketmaster.ie but we have some up for grabs. You might be listening to Chris in the mornings. He's giving away picture this ticket so stay tuned to The Breakfast Show as well as that. We also have tickets up for grabs on our social media so keep your eyes peeled because a competition will be popping up there. And uh, they have announced by the way, picture this, their long-awaited fourth studio album is called Parked Car Conversations. It's going to be released 29th of September this year. And uh, they've got two new singles, Get On My Love and Song To Myself as well. And uh, they say that Parked Car Conversations is by far the most personal album we've ever created. There are so many deeply meaningful songs to us on this record and I hope they can just be as meaningful to those who listen. It's an album about everything involved with being human, love, loss and hurt and euphoria and all of those other complex emotions. So ups and downs are conveyed through ballads and anthems alike on the record. So 29th of September, that is when that's coming out. But right now, you could win tickets, okay? So stay tuned right here to The Breakfast Show on LMFM and also keep your eyes peeled on our social media channels because we've got tickets up for grabs there as well. Ed Sheeran with Celestial. That is almost our lot on the show for today. But just to let you know, tomorrow on the show, we are going to be tackling debt issues. So if you're in debt, if you're struggling to keep up with any payments, as the cost of living is too much, we have an expert in insolvency and debt that's going to be joining me on tomorrow's show. Plus, a very unique speed dating event where the difference is coming to the local area as well so I'm solving your love life issues and your money problems on tomorrow's show so do not miss that but that is our lot on the show for today thank you so much for your company enjoy the rest of your day and I'll chat to you tomorrow The 11 to 1 show Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.